For high school football tonight and then overnight with mostly clear skies, we drop to 66. And Saturday kicks off with mostly sunny skies. It'll be warmer and more humid with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday back live from Rudy's and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey and head football coach Dave Aranda. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLS consumer assets.org number 3030. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trade & Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. They offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trade & Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. Here comes the sun, here comes the sun, I say it's all right. All right, 7.15, 15 after 7, welcome into the program. 
This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and our 7 o'clock hour is a service of good feet in the Central Texas marketplace. All right, uh, only one game in the uh, playoffs last night, Ward, and that, of course, was uh, – oh, by the way, here's <laughs> – there you go. Uh, it was uh, – it was the uh, Dodgers and the Braves, and Chris Taylor, as we mentioned, a massive night. He hit three home runs, drove in six, and the dollar, Dodgers walloped the Braves 11-2 to two in Game 5 of the National League Championship Series. And uh, that's, uh, that sets up an airplane ride back across the, uh, across the country from the West Coast to the East Coast for both the Dodgers and the Braves, and it's a flight that uh, Dave Roberts is more than happy to make. One of the uh, happier flights I've been looking forward to. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited. And I'm just, honestly, it's it's baseball, and I'm happy that we gave you guys a series. And I expected our guys to fight and, and scratch and claw, and I thought we did that. And uh, it's going to be a crazy uh, environment in Atlanta. We know that. Um I like the guys we're going to be running out there, and we just got to go out there and play to win one game. So our backs are against the wall, and I don't expect to let down. But, yeah, Andy, I'm looking forward to that flight. Freddie Freeman, who's had a nice series, uh, started the Braves quickly with a two-run homer off of Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly then had to leave the game. Kelly leaves uh, because of uh, what uh, is described as a season-ending right bicep strain. Uh, so the Dodgers had to turn to their bullpen ward for eight and a third innings of relief. That's called a bullpen day in any other book. Eight and a third. That, that's a long outing. Eight and a third out of the pen. So, uh, but they they find a way to do it. They win eleven to two, and now the series is uh, is it's still in favor of Atlanta at three games to two as they head back to up uh, to Atlanta, and they'll play game six tomorrow. There is one game tonight. Boy, and these uh in Texas these games tend to get lost, don't they? These uh these baseball playoff games on on football for, well heck, even on the weekend because of uh, so much football and golf and there's there's nine million things going on. Uh but uh tonight it will be Boston and Houston and uh that that will be uh in Houston, seven o'clock for the first pitch and a win by the Astros will eliminate the Boston Red Sox and send the Astros to the World Series. Hmm. So what they've been able to accomplish over the last five, six, seven years, at some point, do, do we get past the scandal, if you will? It, 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 look, if they get there this year, what, other than they played really good baseball under the leadership of a really good manager, is there anything else you can say? Oh, they'll find something. I mean, people will. They're still talking. Well, I know they are. They, I mean, they're still chirping about it. So, yeah, I, it, it, in my opinion, no. I mean, they're just playing good baseball. But, I mean, it's it's still going to – it's not going to go away. Not not right now it's not. There There's people out there that are maybe not even a fan of either team that are baseball purists that are still angry. Well, I, I look – I, what they did in in my book is wrong, mm-hmm. but wasn't that twenty seventeen? I don't. I don't. Remember. And this is just twenty twenty one. I mean, at some point, 
if you want to say back then they did something wrong, but quit ripping on this group. Most of them weren't even there. A couple of them were. Altuve, Correa, they were there. There's a handful. There's a handful. But the the leadership, come on, they're gone. They're done. At, At some point, this team's merit has to be this team's merit. And this is a good ball club. They pitch it well, timely hitting, Mm-hmm. great leadership, and they're a win away from the World Series. That needs to be the that needs to be the theme in my mind for this Houston Astro Club of twenty twenty one. Not the Astro Club of three, four, five years ago, whatever it was. I'm like you. I think it was seventeen. But at some point, let it go. But people cannot let it go. It's it, you, you listen to some of our national stuff on, on both of our stations, ESPN and on Fox. You know, and, and you're, well, they're, they're still cheaters. They're cheaters in my book. Well, these dudes weren't even on the club back in the in, in, in those days. It, they, they just weren't. The manager wasn't there. The manager, he's gone. All of those guys are gone, except, except for a couple of players. And, and these dudes are still getting booed and, you know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. And I'm like you, it probably won't go away. No, I but don't. it should. It should. Yeah, I I agree that it that it has nothing to do with what they're doing on the field right now, uh, unless they found a new way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and it does give new meaning that if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, right? I mean, <laughs> but you know, it, it, and we don't know that other clubs haven't done this. Well, I don't. Yeah, but you, you what don't. you do know is one club got caught. <laughs> they did, and you know it's. I don't have a problem with stealing signs. That's part of baseball. Always has been for a hundred years. When the guy's standing at second base, but you can't do it electronically. No, <laughs> you just can't. I, I know. And here's the argument that I hear from some people. Well, technology's caught up with. Give me a break. I, I'm so sick. I don't like replay. So don't give me that. You're talking to the to the wrong dude about technology. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, you know, I saw. I think it was Mike Greenberg uh, the other day. He got into a discussion of, well, you know, Major League Baseball's too long. He, I'm amazing. I'm a baseball fan, but baseball's too long. First of all, if you're, you're a baseball a fan. fan, you're not a fan. Sorry, uh, you're not. A, you, you know, you, that's just that's not part of the deal. And that's because that's one of the beauties of baseball. There is no clock. But if you want to speed the thing up, it. it he was talking about, well, eliminate how many relief pitchers. I mean, all these stupid comments, uh, in my opinion. Uh, how, how about this? How about eliminate some of those national television? Tele- well, we have commercials during the regular season. Yeah, they're a couple of minutes long. You get to the national TV broadcast, they're about four and a half minutes long. Yeah, I mean, if you want to speed the game up, just you know, go straight across the board and say, okay, there's a minute between every inning. That's right. One minute, just like you do everywhere else. And it speeds the game up. I mean, it's not it's not how the game is played that makes the game lag. And how long are the uh, are the uh, the, uh, the 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 replays, the uh, reviews? Yeah, I, I, you want to speed it up? I don't like replays. Speed it up. I like the human element in the game. So, and, and, it, and these some of these minor league parks that have been, and, and I think it's most of them there for a while. They went on that test run of the automated strike zone where it's called by a computer. 
boy, I, if that comes to baseball, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not watching anymore. Oh, when they have electric. Yeah. No, that ain't for me. It, 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 you know, here's the deal, and this is what I would tell you. They say, well, we want to get it right. Okay, then have your pitchers throw every pitch as a strike. Well, no, that's the human element in the game. Well, so is this. Oh, absolutely. There's three teams on the field every night. There's the home team, the visitors, and the officials. It's just the way it is. That's, and, and I've always believed that. They can take that replay and throw it in the trash as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't like it. I just don't. I, I, I think, you know, even in – I don't like it straight across the board. I'll be honest. I don't like it in any sport. I just don't. And I understand you want to get it right, but come on. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it, and they say, well, if the technology is available, we should use it. Okay, fine. I, I get – I understand it. Doesn't mean I have to like it, but I understand what you're saying. I like the human element. I like if there's a mistake. I like, you know, back in the day when you went to the coffee shop and you talk about the bad call and mm-hmm. can you believe that? And, you know, that no longer – I mean – Look, there's been some replays that that hadn't got it right. The Des catch, yeah. I mean, they didn't get that right. So don't tell me it gets it right every single time. Well, your point is you respect the fact that they want to have replay. Respect the fact you don't. Yeah. I mean, and, I just and that's just the and, that, and I'm with you on that. I'm a hundred percent with you on I, that. I like the pureness of the human element. You're taking the human element out. You know, it, so what if it's a mistake? It's part of the game, right? So yeah. All right, uh, in, in, from our CNC Collision Center text line uh, from the 903, hmm, the Pats are still known for uh, deflate gate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. And they always will be. And they always will and be, that's unfortunately. that's why the Astros, I mean, that's what we said. The Astros yeah. are always going to have that, that cloud over their head. And no matter what they do, no matter how many World Series they win, yeah, but they cheated. Yep. And that will that will linger, you know. It's there. But my point being, this twenty one group didn't in the conversation. Uh, let's see, Boston and Houston tonight, as we mentioned. Uh, tomorrow, Game Six for the Dodgers and the Braves in Atlanta, and then if there is a Game Seven in the American League, that will be uh, on Saturday evening at seven o'clock. There you go. All right, seven twenty five. This is game time here. On ESPN Central Texas, Tom and Ward on a football Friday as we talk baseball. <laughs> and uh, we're glad you're with us. Let's take a second here and let's talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You know, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Same family since 1943. We're talking about the Emory's. Uh, last day was John that was kind of running the, the, the show, and now it's Braden who's, uh, who's, got, uh, who's got the reins of Pioneer Steel and Pipe. But the, 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 the purpose... And the goal is has always been and always will be the same, and that is to to uh, to build their reputation one satisfied customer at a time. They're Central Texas's largest structural steel pipe and metal building components distributor. They offer the best in custom metal building, mes- uh, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They also carry uh, all sizes of pipe. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar. It, it, get the picture? Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Uh, they're, uh, they've got two locations down in Bryan College Station and also at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane right here in Waco. They're open Monday through Friday, 
in about three minutes at 7.30 until 5 o'clock, and then they're open on Saturdays from 8 until noon, and you can always check them out online at pioneerboys.com 24-7. And don't forget, they do deliver and they do unload. That's part of the, that's part of the process at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Following an open date, the Bears are back in Big 12 play Saturday, October 30th, hosting the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium. First and goal at the eight. Snap back to Bohannon. He's going to keep it. Run it left. He's in. Touchdown, Gary Bohannon. Touchdown, Baylor Bears. It's the Bears and the Longhorns Saturday, October 30th. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. When you need help obtaining off-site sewer and water easements, give Fawcett Title Works a call. We will obtain temporary and permanent easements, all negotiations, and a detailed spreadsheet of the status of all easements. Not only that, but Fawcett Title Works can handle everything from 404 wetlands permit applications, U.S. Army engineering permits and easements, railroad crossing permits, locating heirs to property reports, and much more. All with our fast and accurate turnaround time, ensuring we always have happy clients. Fawcett Title Works handles most counties in Texas. Fawcett Title Works of Clifton, 254-366-1192 and at FawcettTitleWorks.com. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Dodgers are still alive in the National League Championship Series after an 11-2 win over the Braves. That series now moves to Atlanta for Game 6 Saturday afternoon. The Astros try to wrap up a spot in the World Series tonight at home against Boston. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. 
Case Keenum filled in for the injured Baker Mayfield and led Cleveland to a 17-14 win over Denver. In college football, former Midway great Tanner Mordecai led number 21 SMU to a 55-26 win over Tulane. The Mustangs now 7-0 on the season. The Mavericks lost their season opener 113-87 at Atlanta. Tonight, the Rockets host Oklahoma City, and the Spurs are on the road at Denver. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-one drive safely. If you're out and about this morning, Maybe taking the kiddos to school or headed to the office, be safe. Tom and Ward on this Friday morning. We're glad you're with us here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, let's get into some. Uh, let's get into some Texas schoolboy football. Uh, Ward, I was just going through and and just looking at uh, games in Central Texas, and and one that you and I missed out on which i think has the chance to be a fun one and in a good football game is grosbeck and, and malakoff i mean uh grosbeck is six and one overall they're two and oh in district play and jerry bomar's uh goats just really playing well second run through grosbeck for jerry bomar as he takes on uh Malakoff, the Tigers, they're four and three overall, two and zero in district. And when I say four and three, go back and look at their schedule. Uh, I I can tell you right now that Malakoff always, and I do mean always, plays one of those incredibly difficult non-district schedules. Uh, that's just that's just one of the things that uh, that they do at uh, at Malakoff, and and you know it, they they play. I think they play Grandview every every year. I mean, that's just you know part of the equation uh, for uh, for for Malikov. Jamie Driscoll does an unbelievable job over there. You know, there's been a couple of years where they played Malikov in the non district schedule and then played Malikov a uh, uh, Grandview in the non district schedule and then played Grandview uh, in in district pl- uh, in the state championship game. I mean, that's that's the quality of those two clubs. You look at both of those, and you know they tend to make a run. And when they have the opportunity to to play each other, you think, well, why why are these guys going to play each other now? They're going to meet up again eventually to get good. Yes, because that's that's what good teams do, isn't it? Yeah, this this is how you get good. You play good people early, and because you know you're going to play good people late if you're still playing late. And what a better scouting report to get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly. I mean, I know it's tough to beat a team twice, but you know, if you if you know what they're going to do, it gives you an advantage. Yep, in absolutely. My mind. I agree with you. Uh, last night in eleven six a, I do not understand eleven six a twelve six a. That's right. I'm eleven. <laughs> uh, my my district's eleven. You're twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I but I don't understand twelve six a. It's it's a crazy league. I mean, you never truly you never know what's going to go on in that league. Mm-mm. Belton. Beats Ellison twenty-two to twelve last night. Do you see that? I mean, and Belton has struggled uh, last week or so. I mean, that was that was a tough, tough Friday night against Temple last week. Then they bounce back on a short week and get the win. Yeah, you know, that's the parity of this district, though. 
And, you know, I know that you hear it all the time. Well, you know, in this district, anybody can beat anybody. In in 12-6A, with those four Colleen schools mixed in, that rivalry that's automatically built in between those four schools, well, that's a coin toss every time they, they meet up most of the time. And then everybody else is pretty well evenly matched in, in this district. And so you better come with your A game every, every Thursday or Friday night because if you don't, you're going to find yourself on the short side of things. And, and that's just the way it is. It, it's it's be ready to play every week. And Belton proved that last night, coming away with a big win over Ellison, who Ellison looked like even last week with a big win for them last week, looked like they were finding their stride a little bit. And so Belton goes on the road over to Leo Buckley and gets a big win for them. Keeps them in that playoff picture. Big ball game for La Vega tonight. Make no mistake about it. Boy, Number seven, Middle Othian Heritage. That's right. Two and zero oh in the in the league. Six and one overall. Uh, taking on La Vega. Four and three overall. One and one in district play. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is a huge game over at Pirate Field in Bellmead for uh, for the La Vega Pirates. Huge game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It is a very big game, and you know La Vega's trying to. You don't get to say this very often, or you don't have to say this very often, however you want to look at it, but La Vega trying to bounce back. Yeah. Well, they, they won last week over Brownwood. Yeah, but, I mean, that's they yeah. still – I mean, they're, no, no, they're, I, they're trying to, to get over that, that hiccup against Stephenville, which was, you know, a, a surprise to a lot of people how Stephenville came in and, and just really dominated that football game. That doesn't happen to the Pirates. And no, so they're not at home. Yeah, they're still trying to bounce back. Yeah. And, and I know that they've got one under their belt, but they, they want to pile those up so they can get, you know, to their end goal where they want to be. Yeah, there's no question. I, I get that. Uh, now, there's some that will tell you that the Stephenville Yellow Jackets are on a collision course for a state championship. I And I'm one of those that thought this this is the best Stephenville team I've seen in a long time. Uh, and there's been some good ones. But this one is doing some extraordinary things under Sterling Doty, uh, the, the former Yellow Jacket himself who's come in and, and, and brought a couple of former Yellow Jackets in on his staff. And they're they're playing wide-open football at a high rate. And it looks a lot like the old Art Brawl, Stephen Yellow Jackets. Wide open? Yeah, wide open. And they're <laughs> – Way I mean, outside the hash. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> they are flinging the ball. And those wide receivers lined up as far outside that hash as they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was. I'm like, they. What do they do? They have flashlights and I mean to see each other. I mean, they are way out there. It, it's it's fun to watch if it's executed correctly. Yep. Oh, it is absolutely. Uh, you in that nine four a league. I mean, look, uh, Salado and China are in good shape. Uh, who's ever won or who's there? I mean, they're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Then you have then you have Conley. Robinson and Gatesville, and maybe even to a degree, Gerald fighting for those next couple of spots. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm just going to tell you what I think. I think Conley finds a way to get into that third spot. I think the fourth spot, and they played Gerald tonight, by the way, uh, uh, at, at Mac People Stadium in beautiful downtown Northcrest. Uh, and it is Northcrest, by the way. Uh, but uh, Conley. Uh, I think gets that gets is it puts themselves in a position to get that third spot. And and again, this is just looking at what's happened through the first six or seven weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, that fourth spot, I think, actually 
probably comes down to tonight's game between Gatesville and Robinson. And those two play tonight over at Rocket Field in Robinson. So uh, I, you want to talk about a big one. It is a big one for both uh, Robert Rubel's club and for Luke Howard's team as as those two teams hook up tonight uh, in in the uh, – in that 9-4-A matchup. So we'll see how that one goes as the uh, Rockets and the uh, and the uh, Gatesville Hornets get after it tonight. So, And again, uh, we, we mentioned it earlier in the week, Ward, just how many of these games have uh, have playoff implications. Cameron, 3-1 uh, and one in the league. Lorena, 3-0 and oh in the league. Uh, that's that's going to be, uh, you know, that's an important game for, mm-hmm. for the Yo. Uh, I like the way Ray Biles' team is going right now. Whew, they are playing well. Uh, then you have, uh, as we mentioned earlier this week, uh, Coach Bell and the China Spring Cougars at seven and zero, two and zero in in district play. They're taking on Salado, who's five and two. They're also two and zero in district play. That's that's that one two combination out of District Nine Four A. I think both of those clubs are in great shape for postseason. But you know, you always want to be in that one spot if you can. And uh, we'll see how that goes tonight. Uh, over in China Spring, as the uh, Allen Hare brings Salado into uh, into China Spring to take on the Cougars, and so I mean, just a lot of terrific football games coming up tonight in Central Texas, and as we in Hollands over at Rosebud Lot, I mean uh, Brad Talbert's team at two and one, Rosebud Lot at two and two. Boy, this one—I mean, this one's going to be one of those football games, and and it definitely has some playoff implications to go with it. So, uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. Waco High will search out their first win tonight. They take on uh, Lake Ridge. Lake Ridge is one and six uh, on the season, and th- but that one came last week against what I thought was a good Mansfield team. Well, well it was. That, it's a crosstown job. Yeah, that's a crosstown deal, and so you know you, you can. Kind of look at that as well, you know. Lake Ridge just just had a better night, and sometimes that happens in mm-hmm. those crosstown games. But doing my prep and, and preparing for the broadcast for you want to talk about athletes on the field? They've got athletes, and they've got size, and they've got speed all over the place. Yeah, coach, uh, and I scratch my head and go, one and six, really? Yeah, Coach Thor does a great job of of being able to you know have the the guys that are at his disposal getting you know them to to start believing it and i think you saw that against mansfield i mean it's taken a little while he's kind of run through a little bit since that state championship appearance uh when they had jet duffy at quarterback uh and then the the next couple of years they were deep playoff teams and then now that this past year and this year they're kind of struggling a little bit but he'll get it turned around i Mm -hmm. mean he's got the athletes over there and he'll get it turned around to where it kind of comes back up to to where uh, you're accustomed to seeing the Eagles. And, and that's kind of the way it is in that Mansfield district. It's not a lot different than that Colleen, the, you know, the four schools in Colleen, which is fixing to be five in itself, just like Mansfield. Uh, you you see that ebb and flow of one year this team's up and then this team's down and it kind of comes back up and, and another team kind of takes the, the threshold for a couple of years and then then they – may drop off a little bit. That's just the way it is when you have those large districts with that many schools in those districts and you're trying to share as many athletes as you can. It just it, it, it has an ebb and flow to it each and every 
every district that's like that. You see that up in, in, in Plano. You see that in Frisco, uh, you know, when they had the, the, the many schools that they have in that district uh, in the same ISD. It's just the way those those things kind of run, you know. But you know that if you're you're an outsider, not one of those core schools in in that, you know, district that's all coming from the same community, you better look out because there's going to be some athletes on the field. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely going to be some athletes on the field. Hey, you want to see some athletes? Make your way over to Panther Stadium tonight. Midway, mm-hmm. coming off that, uh, you know, the Midway 27 unanswered points to beat Waco last week and, and pick up their first win and their first win in district at 1-3. and three. They're going to take on the 3-1 and one DeSoto Eagles team. DeSoto's only loss in district play comes to number four Duncanville. And I had a chance a couple of weeks ago to see DeSoto They've got football players. They're not bad, are they? Uh, no, they got football players. Look, their twos could be ones in, in, in most places, and I'm not kidding you when I say that. They are that talented. Their, their, their number two quarterback is as good a QB as I've seen this year, and I'm not kidding. It, it's that kind of deal. But so that that will take place over at Panther Stadium in Hewitt tonight. All right, now that's a look at some of the high school stuff that's going on. We're going to dive into some college football. We're going to do it next with Ricky Thompson from Alliance Bank. Ricky, of course, the uh, part of the uh, Baylor radio broadcast team who gets a Saturday off. We're going to find out what Ricky's going to do. I bet it has something to do with his den, his couch, his TV, and his remote control. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. We'll find out next. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. Join Darren Burrow, Johnny Tusa, and me, Tom Barfield, as we bring you all the exciting play-by-play action this Friday night. The Lions travel to Mansfield to take on Lake Ridge. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Join us for Waco and Lake Ridge. It's this Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love, including boots from Area and Twisted Edge, shoes from Hey Dude, and clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. 
With a proven performance reputation spanning 85 years, Sturdy Steel operates with one sole purpose, producing the highest quality seating solutions with the best and most efficient process in the industry. With engineered and fabricated installed grandstands and bleachers all across North America, whether seating 50 to 50,000, the skill and versatility of our workmen are evident in the quality and precision work detail of every bleacher and grandstand project. Sturdy Steel, family owned and operated since 1934 at SturdySteel.com. Scrambling and about to be sacked? Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. Get in motion with First Central's free checking that pays you cash back and refunds fees from ATMs nationwide. Enjoy free rewards checking and be the MVP of a new cashback season. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, it's true. We do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Dodgers are still alive in the National League Championship Series after an 11 2 win over the Braves. That series now moves to Atlanta for game six Saturday afternoon. The Astros try to wrap up a spot in the World Series tonight at home against Boston. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. Case Keenum filled in for the injured Baker Mayfield and led Cleveland to a 17-14 win over Denver. In college football, former Midway great Tanner Mordecai led number 21 SMU to a 55-26 win over Tulane. The Mustangs now 7-0 on the season. The Mavericks lost their season opener 113-87 at Atlanta. Tonight, the Rockets host Oklahoma City and the Spurs are on the road at Denver. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look in. Hail to the Redskins! Hail victory! Praise on the warpath! Fight for all we see! Run a passage score, we won a lot more. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson. Presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Rick, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I hope you couldn't hear me singing. <laughs> no, no, we, we were too busy uh, to listening to the tune. Uh, so, Rick, we, we were just talking about to, about it a minute ago. Uh, the the plan for Ricky Thompson on a rare Saturday off does it include maybe your den, your couch, your television, and your remote control? Uh, yeah, there's a good chance of that. Uh, my wife has grown up with this. Four days, five days after we got married, I went to training camp, so she's kind of lost weekends for forty something years. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a uh, it is a, a rare you know it's the open date and and to me you know and I know that you have no control of these open dates but man this team is really playing Baylor's really playing well going into this open date. Yeah, they are. I, I look at that two ways. Number one, you don't ever want want to go into an open date after a loss because that is a long long two weeks. Uh, sometimes those workouts are a little harder than you want them to be. Uh, going into this situation now, I think it was a really good time for a Baylor off week, 
because they're they're rolling, they're playing well, they can enjoy this time, they can get people well, although they've been really fortunate injury-wise thus far. But the other side of this is with Texas reeling a little bit with two straight losses and us playing well, I kind of wish we were playing tomorrow. <laughs> what, what was your big takeaway on this uh, on this Baylor win from BYU? Well, absolutely the running game. I just thought we dominated up front. I was really surprised. We, in studying BYU before last Saturday, you look at them, and these guys were huge. Uh, Size-wise, we matched up really well with West Virginia. In fact, probably a little bigger. uh, BYU was huge, both sides of the ball, and it just didn't matter. I thought we really dominated the run, and I don't know, I think a lot of that started last week with the pass. So we we hit them on a couple of play actions early, uh, then started running the ball really well, and they didn't know which way to look. If you noticed, when that game started, their safety, the first two or three series lined up 15 yards deep. 15 yards. That's just a snap. And as you got later into that game, you saw him about 9 to 10 yards deep. Then you go over the top, play action. So great game plan, executed very well. I I was really impressed with the way Baylor played that game last Saturday. Ricky, how improved is this offensive line? Well, Ward, I I think dramatically. You saw them against uh, Texas State, and I thought we were pretty average. Uh, Really should have won that game by a couple more scores, had a lot of mistakes like nine, ten penalties that day, and I think that was the difference. But they have gotten better and better and better. I think Oklahoma State, uh, we found out as it goes, they've got a great defense. But I thought second half, even there, we played pretty well. I think the first half they had us a little bit on our heels. But uh, they've gotten better and better, and I think they've proven they're pretty good. Ricky, I, I know you may have already started your prep for the uh, Baylor UT game, but Texas is an interesting football team over the last couple of weeks. Uh, they have a great start and a sizable lead over Oklahoma. Can't hold it. They got a uh, they got a seventeen to three lead over Oklahoma State at home and can't hold it. Uh, it, it interesting how this team has starts and how they finished over the last couple of weeks. Well, exactly. I know. Uh, with a 28-7 lead over Oklahoma, I think most everyone expected that they would win that game. And those are heartbreakers. We had one of those two or three years ago against Oklahoma ourselves, up 28-3. But to do that back-to-back, uh, that's that's got to mess with your sight. And I'm that's my point, and that I thought it might be a good time to go ahead and play that football game with them reeling a little bit like that. But I think we know, too, that Texas has talent. They're, there's no question. They've got as good a talent as anybody in the country. And if they're rolling and they're doing things right and they're playing sound football, they're going to be tough to beat. You know, coming into the season, we said, well, this defense may have to carry this offense for a little while until it gets its legs underneath it. Is that still a fair statement, or is this offense starting to find its own way right now? No, I, I think they've found their way, and I think it's uh, right now both sides of the ball doing their part, playing very well. Early in the season, I know that uh, it was 
a little to the defensive side as far as what you were depending on to really keep you in the football game. But now I think that Gary Bohannon is playing really well. And I think what you've noticed the last two weeks, too, they've let him go. They've let him start playing. I think they've protected him early, which is fine. I think that's good. But now they're letting him play. And what was really impressive last Saturday was his response after throwing an interception in the end zone. I think that was a real turning point for Gary, and he proved that he can overcome a mistake and still play really good football because an interception is bad, but one in the end zone uh, is really tough when you're when you're that close to points. Yeah, and and he fumbled on down on the goal line as well, and still responded with a terrific football game. Ricky, he he made a couple of throws Saturday that I don't think they could be thrown any better. I, I really believe that he made a couple of perfect throws, and, and, you, and I don't use that term loosely. I, I really do. No, he did. And I think you watch his touch on the deep ball, and it's really as good as I've ever seen. He he lays it out. He puts it up. He doesn't throw it on a line. A, a deep ball on the line is really tough for a receiver to judge and, and play the ball. But How would you out. know? How would you know? Uh, I don't know. I just I read that somewhere. <laughs> I just had to. Sorry. I'm sorry. Continue uh, your thought. That's a good point. Uh, I I just I really like the way he throws that ball. And something in does if if there is no safety in the middle of the field, sometimes on the deep ball you'll see the quarterback still lay it outside. He brings them back inside with the football and lets them run to it and makes it a much easier catch. And that's guys, that's hard to teach. That's just instinct. And I am so impressed with Bohannon so far. And plus, his leadership skills are off the chart. You mentioned earlier that you wish you were playing Texas this week because of the fact that they're reeling a little bit. Is it also for the Bears getting out of that rhythm a little bit for them how do they continue to go through it? Do you do you get up on a Saturday morning, have a team meeting, go through breakfast and things like that just to kind of keep some normalcy going? I, I don't know what their schedule is, Ward, but I would think that these coaches are smart enough to know they don't want to lose anything that they've uh, gained through the progress of this football team through the first seven games. So I'm betting they're on some kind of schedule that resembles game week i'm sure they're going to have some time off uh they'll have to give them a break and i think they need to do that but uh, they'll do everything they can to make sure this football team doesn't lose this momentum because two weeks in a row west virginia and byu uh those are really impressive wins Final thought for you, Ricky. Talk a little bit about oklahoma state and iowa state you've seen them both uh, up close and in, in person uh this, to me, is an interesting football game. Well, it really is. I think you've got two really, really <clears throat> excuse me, guys, two really good defensive football teams that are very similar in that regard, and I think that's going to be interesting to watch. And I think this one may come down to how Brock Purdy plays or Spencer Sanders at quarterback. I think that may be the difference. And remember, too, these, these both these teams have really, really good running backs, uh, Warren and Brees Hall, and I think that's going to be a real key, which one of these defenses stops that running back 
and we know Purdy and Sanders are subject to interceptions. We've seen that in person as the Bears have played them. So I think whichever quarterback plays mistake-free may be the winner of this football game. Ricky, as always, it's a pleasure. Enjoy tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for the song. I, I haven't heard that in a while. It's just for you, buddy. Uh, it is uh, 7.58. We're a couple of minutes away from 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for our Baylor uh, Sports Beat program, and here is the voice of the Bears, John Morris. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Soccer protects the home pitch. Winning last night will give you details. Now, volleyball in action this evening on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Keep up with Baylor Volleyball all season long on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor V-Ball. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. This is Jen Wan with Baylor Soccer, and this is my story. My path has not been a straight line, but from the hardest times of my life to my greatest achievements, I wouldn't change any of it for the world. Baylor has given me my best friends, greatest mentors, many incredible soccer experiences, and so much more. Words can't express my gratitude towards this university, so all I will say is thank you. My name is Jen Watt, and this is my Champions Tribune. Read more Champions Tribune at BaylorBears.com. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Paul Jobson and Baylor Soccer winners last night on the pitch at Betty Lou Mays Field. 2-0 over Iowa State. With the win, Baylor at 4-1-2 and in Big 12 conference play. With two conference matches remaining, they remain in the hunt for a possible Big 12 championship this season. Next up for Baylor Soccer, home Sunday afternoon hosting West Virginia, 1 p.m. match time Sunday for Baylor WVU Big 12 Soccer, the match on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Meanwhile, Baylor Volleyball in action tonight and tomorrow. They're in Morgantown, West Virginia to take on the Mountaineers. Baylor Volleyball, number 11 in the nation with a number 5 national RPI. Here is senior All-American Yasiana Presley ask if the team is really starting to hit its stride. Oh, no, I don't think we fully hit our stride. We have potential, and it's going to take a little bit longer to get there, but I'm excited to see where this team goes and um, just the firepower that we can bring upcoming in December. 
Yasiana Presley coming off another Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week award and the Bears in Morgantown to take on West Virginia. They'll play today at 5 and tomorrow at 4 Central Time, both matches on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And, of course, Baylor football with the open date. They're back in action next Saturday, the 30th, at McLean Stadium, hosting the Texas Longhorns. It is an 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday, the 30th, for Baylor UT Big 12 football. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the thanks to Bill. Morrison Gifts Waco's gift store since 1979 has your gifts for all occasions and just because. They feature local Texan and American-made products like John Hart leather bags and accessories, grandmother's buttons, antique button jewelry, big old key rings, candles, and don't forget the bath and body and their baby collection. They make custom gift baskets and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. That's Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. 804, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Drive safely if you're out and about this morning. If you're an 8 o'clock or you're late, sorry. Uh, our uh, 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. We welcome into the program the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and from Valley Sports Southwest. Greg Tepper, Greg, good morning. How are you? Welcome to Football Friday. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's another another week, and now week nine of, of the season. So we are coming down the stretch. Just it's a three week sprint to the playoffs now, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, determining how these brackets are going to look in a couple of weeks. What is, in your your opinion, the game of the week in Texas high school football? Yeah, it's a bit of a strange week. I don't know that there's necessarily one locked and loaded game, you know, in the sense that, you know, a lot of times you've got the, you've got the, a game that's just, you know, undisputed, the, the biggest game in the state. I think there's a couple, couple that you can make an argument for. One of them is, uh, there's only two matchups of unbeaten this week, and one of them I think has a claim to it. It's up to our DFW Metroplex, Lovejoy and Frisco. It's a top 10 matchup in 5A Division 2, and I think that, uh, what you could at least say is that the winner of this game becomes the chief challenger to Alito within Region 2 and perhaps even within the entire state of Texas in 5A Division 2. Uh, I think there's another one down there in, in, in y'all's neck of the woods, uh, Salado in China Spring. I'm excited, really excited about that one for a variety of different reasons we can get into. Uh, I think that I think that there's a, a few others as well, Coleman and Cisco out in West Texas, out in the kind of the big country. 
That was a chance to really steal the show. The Concho Valley, Cristobal, and El Dorado. Uh, it's it's a nice week. It's a nice week of games. Uh, n- sometimes whenever we get into the uh, the uh, the playoff, or rather this part of the season, because of district play, we we have some lopsided games because you've got maybe the first place team playing the last place team. We certainly have our share of those. But this week we've got a really nice crop of of solid games with major playoff implications. So let's get into that Salado China Spring game and Alan Hare taking his team in to take on the Cougars. It, this this could be a a a great matchup coming up uh, there at China Spring tonight. But Alan Hare, that offense, that's sometimes hard to prepare for, isn't it? It is a – I think this is a matchup of maybe two of the most underrated teams in Texas for different reasons. I think for Salado, I think it's easy to understand why they're kind of off people's radar. It's because of what's in the loss column, right? They've got two losses on the year. But then again, you take a look at who those losses are to – and you start to understand a little bit, right? I mean, this is these are this is a team uh, that has losses on 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 the season uh, to Grandview by one score and to Stephenville, uh, and and that Steve, both those losses I would say have aged pretty darn well. Um, but since then, it has been an absolute. I mean, it has been Alan Hare's program working at its optimal speed, right? Which is. They're grinding it out on the ground in that slot tee with Aiden Wilson and Adam Benavides, and that keeps their defense fresh. They go on these long drives, and the defense comes in, gets a three and out, and the offense comes back and goes on another long drive and just breaks the will of their opponent. Well, now they're taking on China Spring, and a team that I think is underrated because they're they are because they are they're undefeated, and yet part of it is you know. They haven't played anybody at least lately, right? They played Lorena back in week two, which is another game that another win that I think has aged pretty well for them. That's probably their signature win at the moment, but this is a real big test, uh, you know, within their own weight class too, because Lorena, of course, is a three A squad. But I'm 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 crazy about Major Bowden. I think he's he's one of the most dangerous runners in the state at the quarterback level, and he can throw quite a bit as well. The reason I like China Spring in this game is that if you take a look at their defense, which has always been an underrated part of Coach of Coach Brian Bell's teams, but if you take a look at their defense, where their strength lies is up front with guys like Dawson X-Line and, and stopping the run. That, to me, is going to be the advantage that they have there. If they can get a couple of stops and get, get China Spring, or rather get Salado off schedule, and get them back into third and nines and things like that. That's where they're going to have a little bit of success, and then they hand the ball off to Major Bowden, or give the ball to Major Bowden and, and let him do his thing. I think we're in for a, a whale of a matchup. Uh, I think it's it's the District 9-4A Division, uh, Division two cha- uh, championship game. Uh, I think China Springs probably your favorite here. Here's a game that very well may, may be the District 8-3A D1 championship game, and I'll be honest, uh, from from over here, they've kind of flown under the radar, at least for me they have, and that's Jerry Bomar's Grosbeck Goats, his second run through Grosbeck, by the way. Uh, he's got a state championship under his belt his first time there. A 6-1, and 2-0 and in the league, and, and they're taking on uh, Jamie Driscoll's club, who we always feel like is, is in contention. They're four and three overall, and two and zero oh in district play. This could be for the title. Oh, I think it is. I, I think you're spot on that this is for uh, the the eight three A division one title. And and again, it's another case of I think maybe people glance. I think people buried Malakoff. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. I think I think people buried Malakoff after their own three start. But you take a look at who they lost to. They lost to Grandview. They lost to Van, who's undefeated by the way. And they lost to Parish Episcopal, which is uh, one of the better. I believe they're state ranked private school uh, in in our rankings. 
Um, and, and ever since then, what I think has been really impressive about this Malakoff team is the defense has really rounded into form. They have been really solid. They've been, they've been striking people. That's something that is a, a Jamie Driscoll kind of, uh, you know, standard is going out there and having that big physical uh, defense. Well, now here comes Grosbeck and a team that has just flown under the radar all year long. Um, took that one loss to the Little River Academy earlier in the year, but this is a team that I think I think has a chance to really make some some noise, not just in this game, but also uh, when we get into the uh, into the playoffs. I like this team a lot, uh, mainly on the strength. I think that they've got really nice balance to their offense. This is uh, you know I think that they've been able to coach Jerry Bomar with, with quarterback Alan Lewis. Uh, they got a running back in Chris Cox, and I know that is a sophomore, and that's what, what I think is so exciting about this Grosbeck team. Um, a lot of their principal characters are underclassmen, juniors and sophomores. And so to be 6-1 and one right now, I would say probably underdogs tonight at, at Malakoff. But to be 6-1 and one right now, they're going to be favored in week 10 against Teague. They're going to be favored in week 11 against Kemp. Um, if you can go through the region, if you can go through this season with this type of roster and finish 9-1 and one and get into the playoffs, maybe you go, you win a playoff game or two. You want to talk about confidence builder for 2022. That's where I think I think the exciting thing about this is I think arguably both these teams are a year away, and that is what makes this a really exciting match. And this is a this is a glance into the future of what could be a really fun. I mean, who knows how realignment will come in February, but what could be a really fun kind of group of squads uh, coming up here next year. So so excited about tonight. Even more excited about next year for both these programs. Greg, is there a dark horse out there that's making a little bit of a run right now that you might have not have seen making a playoff push, but all of a sudden is playing really good football at this point in the season? Yeah, you know, there, there's a handful, and one of them I think got a really important win last night, and it's to go south, uh, you know, south of where y'all are, to go to San Marcos. Um, San Marcos uh, looked dead to rights in uh, earlier this year. I mean, absolutely dead to rights. They started off one and three. Uh, and oh, I'm sorry, they start off one and four. I forgot that. Now, part of it is that they had already played Lake Travis and Westlake within their own district, and they, uh, you'll never believe this, but they got blasted in the sun by both those teams. Um, <laughs> and then, but the other, the other things, like their other losses were like the New Braunfels and that's the San Antonio Holmes. And we were like, oh, no. Turns out Holmes is pretty good. Turns out New Braunfels is pretty good. And turns out this San Marcos team has probably turned the corner. And they are now winners of – they won last night. They beat uh, Austin Del Valley uh, 49 to, uh, to 35. Uh, they're, they've won their last three. And they are now in a position to grab a playoff spot out of District 26-6A, which I thought was inconceivable. I mean, I thought that this was a – I thought they were dead to rights. And I, I just kind of written them off. But John Walsh, the former coach at, uh, at Denton Geyer, who, of course, led them to uh, state championships and other state championship games – he has really found something in this running back, Jaden Brown. Jaden Brown has been going nuts lately, and, and, and they've just panned it off to this junior. And another example of a team that has a lot of underclassmen. And so maybe it was a case of, yes, playing some very good teams, but also having some growing pains and needing some teams, to, needing, some, uh, needing some, some, some reps to get up to speed, needing some reps to, to, to figure out exactly what you are. Well, they're there now, and, and they look like they've, they've got a big game next week against Austin Bowie, and then in the end, they're probably going to have a game in Week 11 against Austin Akins that may, in fact, be win and they're in, lose, and you got to start scoreboard watching. But the turnaround there in San Marcos is really, really impressive. 
couple of games uh, back down here in Central Texas I'd like to to get your thoughts on. Uh, Crawford and Bosqueville, and then La Vega and, uh, and Heritage. Uh, a couple of yeah. very good football games. Yeah, Crawford, of course, steady as she goes. They have been absolutely dominant. I mean, we, we go back to a few couple weeks ago, week six maybe, when they beat Toller. Uh, that was really the signature win that we were looking for. They got this is this is the this is in my opinion the the third best team. I think Bosqueville, you know, all all you know, we'll find out in the next couple of weeks if Bosqueville plays both Crawford and Toller in the next two weeks. Uh, this is a Bosqueville team that I think I think that that their their offense they have now finally gotten it into gear and they figured out exactly what, what works for that offense. That wasn't always the case for Clemson's squad, but they have figured out what works for their offense. Uh, and, and that is, is functionally they have been able to run the ball and, and they found that, that uh, they've got a dual threat quarterback in Justin Moore, the junior who I think has stepped up and really grown into the role. Uh, they're there. He runs a lot more than he throws, which is, you know, fine. It works for them. The question is going to be, uh, can he navigate through one of the best defenses in the state in Crawford? And furthermore, can they find enough stops? Because the the, the, the problem for, for anybody playing Crawford is uh, if you give up like 21 points to Crawford, and Crawford's offense is pretty good, if you give up 21 points, that might it might be over. It might be over because that defense has been so good. That's a game that's really exciting to me. I'm, I think a lot we're going to learn a lot, especially about Bosco. I think we, we have a pretty good idea of how good, uh, you know, how good Crawford is. For Midlothian Heritage and, and, and La Vega, you know, La Vega, they, they took it on the chin a couple of weeks ago against Stephenville, and that kind of woke everybody up uh, to what was going on there in Stephenville. It was a huge game in District 5, 4A, Division 1. I. I think Stephenville is, in my opinion, a pretty clear favorite. Midlothian Heritage may argue with that, and they'll have their opportunity to raise their objection next week. But <laughs> for now, we'll find out exactly where, where you know, I think this is really important for La Vega to, to prove that, yeah, okay, yeah, we, we took you on the chin against Stephenville, but we are good, we are still the second best team in this district. Uh, one of the things that I think is a little bit, a little bit, dis, dis, uh, you know, a little frustrating. Well, La Vega's defense the past couple of weeks been a little bit, you know, shaky. They've they've been they've had trouble getting off the field. They're going to need to do that uh, this week against a Midlothian uh, Heritage team that. You know, their offense has been mostly good. Um, their defense has left us something to be desired at times. They got they got lit up by Melissa a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is a, a Heritage team that I think is is improving. They're 2-0 in district. I think they still have eyes on a district championship. Uh, for La Vega, I think that they would want to go out there and snuff that out, make sure that you can lock up that number two seed uh, there in, in the region because, I mean, look, I don't want to get too far into it because we'll have plenty of time to break these things down whenever the brackets come out. But when you're in a district like 5-4-A Division One, and you're in a region like Region 2, you you need to finish as high as possible. Okay, You absolutely positively need to finish as high as possible. Uh, to wit, I think the loser of this game gets Melissa in the second round of the playoffs. Um, that's bad. You don't want that. Um, so so go win this game if you're La Vega. You want to go out there as opposed to the winner of this game may get like Paris in the second round, and that's not a that's not a cakewalk. I don't think anybody's going to send any Christmas cards to Paris. But what <laughs> I will say is that this is you want to start thinking about your path. You want to finish as high as possible. This is a critical game for La Vega's kind of seeding purposes to make sure that they can they can get a, a more manageable path and not run into a team like Melissa in the second round. Greg, uh, what do you got uh, on uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine? What are you guys uh, focusing on tonight on Bally Sports uh, Southwest? 
I will I will say the thing I'll tease on TexasFootball.com is uh, Matt Steph, our Dave Campbell's Texas Football High School Football Insider, has our play our first iteration of our playoff projections out. So if you are wondering where your favorite team looks like they're going to land when the brackets come out in a couple of weeks, uh, we can make you can go check that out at TexasFootball.com. And of course, we're going to have six hours of live. Uh, high school football coverage on Valley Sports Southwest. We're going to be live at a, a number of games, uh, including Salado and China Spring. We'll we'll, ha- uh, we'll be down there. So should be a lot of fun. Make sure you tune in starting at 7 o'clock tonight. Greg, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time. All right. Take care, boys. We'll talk to you soon. Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Good stuff, as always. All right. 19 minutes after 8 o'clock. Don't forget, tomorrow I'm going to be broadcasting live from Republic Gun Club. Should be a large time. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who uh, want a high-quality, memorable experience. And I took a tour there a couple of days ago, and that's exactly what you're going to get. Look, there's gun ranges. You can go shoot a gun a lot of places. This is more than just going to shoot a gun. This is this is an experience. This is this th- they've got a lounge. Uh, they've got uh, they've got all kinds of neat things. I mean, sales and service of firearms. Uh, they also have a, a tra- classrooms for training and for and for uh, continuing education and, and for and for licensing and education. I mean, they 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 offer it all. It's a complete. It's a complete uh, one-stop shop, if you will. And, again, it's in an environment that you're going to enjoy. I mean, they, again, the the membership lounge, you can go in there and watch. I mean, you can go in there and work. I saw a guy in there the other day who was who was actually didn't – I guess he didn't want to work from home, so he came up there and worked, and it was really kind of a cool deal. I mean, he's sitting there making deals and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Plus, there's a, there's a patio if you want to go hang out on the patio. You can have a birthday party there. Uh, you can have all kinds of events there. Uh, they told me the other day that people are already starting to book their facility ward for a Christmas party. How cool is that? You could go, you know, take your, your staff and, and, and go do a little go do a little work on the range if you will and then uh, and then go into the um the on the on the patio or into the lounge and have your uh, and have your christmas party i mean great concept uh, and it's available there at Republic Gun Club. And again, we're going to be there from 11 until 1. Sloppy Joe is going to be there. And I'm not talking about the, the sandwich, although that sounds pretty good. But I'm talking about Brian Brown of the group. Sloppy Joe play great music. You're going to love it. They're going to be there. Uh, Waco Axe Company is going to be there. So you can come throw an axe. Unfortunately, Ward's going to be out of town, so we're not going to be throwing at each other like we had intended to do. No, I'm kidding. Uh, there's going to be uh, food trucks, uh, ice cream trucks, face painting, live music, all kinds of stuff going on at Waco, uh, over uh, right off of, I said Waco, Woodway, right off of Woodway Drive. And uh, we'll be there starting at 11 o'clock. The grand opening is all day long. It's Republic Gun Club. Come check it out. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. When the boys return from the bye weekend, they have an interesting decision to make on who starts at right tackle. Details after this. At AT&T. Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. 
Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. The Cowboys have the bye this weekend, but when they return to practice next week preparing for the Vikings, right tackle Lyle Collins returns from a five-game suspension. The question for offensive line coach Joe Philbin is whether Collins steps back in with first team or will Terrence Steele remain the starter? Terrence played, you know, I'm throwing out a broad number, a thousand plays maybe last year. He played a bunch of football for us. I think he's gotten better. He's a very, very hardworking individual, so I'm certainly pleased with the contribution he's made. I'm excited to have Lyle back. And, you know, as we get ready for Minnesota, we'll prepare these guys. Uh, you know, Coach McCarthy will make a decision. It's in the best interest of the team, but uh, excited to have uh, Lyle back for sure. Did a good job in the Tampa Bay game and uh, keep, you know, looking forward to working with them. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but a pretty nice looking Friday. Highs top out at 85 degrees. Looking good for high school football tonight and then overnight with mostly clear skies. We drop to 66 and Saturday kicks off with mostly sunny skies. It'll be warmer and more humid with a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday back live from Rudy's and hear from acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey and head football coach Dave Aranda. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. At 827, this is game time. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat. We're in the Alan Samuels studios. I'm glad you're with us here this morning. All right, Ward, on national radio, I don't know if it was yesterday or day before, but one of the conversations, there was a couple of conversations about the Dallas Cowboys, who, by the way, have an open date this week, and then they're back in action next Sunday night. Uh, at, at uh, seven twenty three, here's the deal, and I find it interesting that on that, you know, how how popular are the Cowboys? Whether they're winning or whether they're losing is irrelevant. How popular are they? Well, of course they're the most popular team in the NFL, or, or right there with them. They're open, and people are discussing the Cowboys on national radio. It's not like you know a radio station in the Metroplex or us. Talking about the Cowboys, we're talking about ESPN and Fox and all those guys talking about the Dallas Cowboys on their open date. What are the conversations, Ward? Super Bowl. Well, yeah, and I'm not even going to bring that one up uh, because I think that's ridiculous right now. But one of them was clock management from Mike McCarthy. Mm -hmm. The other one was, and I found it interesting the more I thought about it. Don't know that I'm ready to do it, but I thought about it. And here's here's here was the recommendation. Sign Cam Newton as your backup. No. Hang on. Let me finish. Sign Cam Newton as your backup and have a wildcat package or two for Cam Newton. No. Why? I don't want that circus in town. Don't need it. You don't need it. What circus? I, he he brings baggage with him about that he you know, wants to be a starting quarterback. He's not going to be coming in here wanting to sit behind Dak. He wants to be a starting quarterback in this league. And it's going to be the question, well, you know, is, you know, what package do you have for for Cam Newton? What is he going to be able to run? I just – I don't – How many games has he look, played this year? Zero. And, and maybe his tune has changed. Well, I doubt it. Tiger doesn't change his stripes. And look, he hadn't been the same Cam Newton since he didn't fall on the football in the Super Bowl. So, I, I don't think he's that good. I, I want I want some opinion. I, I I haven't said yes, but I haven't ruled it out either. And said so, I haven't made I haven't made the call to Jerry yet. But and I've got to get that done today mm-hmm. and let him know what I'm thinking. Uh, so I need some help. 
CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Would he be a better backup than what's on the what's on the the roster now? Would there be a place to have Cam and Dak on the field at the same time in a Wildcat type situation? Uh, Ward says absolutely not. He says that takes away from everything that they've got done so far and changes the uh, the. I guess the complexion of the football team. Right, for uh, me, I, I just I don't think it's a good idea. So, we want to hear from you, 254-662-1660. I get the conversation, but I just don't think it's a good idea. I think, you know, the window's closed on Cam, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Uh, then, the other one was clock management. It is is Are you... Are you punching Mike McCarthy in the throat over clock management uh, when it comes to to halftime and, and, and end of the game clock management? Yeah, I don't. I I, I think that there's been some hiccups, some obvious hiccups uh, with clock management for Mike McCarthy. But um, you know, maybe maybe that's something that he is going to work on. I I think he needs to have as many guys are on staff. He needs to have somebody standing close to him to remind him what the clock is doing at that time. You know, he's got a lot of things on his plate, but I mean, one of the duties of a head coach is to be able to manage that clock and understand the situations. And sometimes he does some things that are very, uh, head scratching to say the least. And, and, and you're right. I totally agree. I was, I've, I've screamed at the television on a couple of occasions, but you also make a good point in that there's 75 people that have headsets on somebody. I mean, we, we've got a get back coach, don't we mm-hmm. get back, you know, off that sideline. Why can't we have somebody that's in the neighborhood that says, Hey Mike, uh, here, here's our situation, two timeouts and a minute and 44, it, at least give him some front mind awareness it, it, of the clock. But you don't have to tell him how to manage the clock. Nope. But just walk up and say, Hey, remind we got, him. We got two timeouts left. Again, and, 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 and just walk away. And, and the and the garbage of I don't know where the clock is. That's garbage because there's there's forty five guys yeah, up in the in the that, booth. That's an excuse. I don't I don't want to. Yeah, all he's right. got to do is turn his headset on and say, "Somebody find the clock and tell me." Well, it, or do that before the game. But I mean, I'm not buying as big as scoreboards are. You can't find a clock in a stadium, right? I mean, there there. And then what was the other one? There's the cameraman stood in front of. Uh, there's scoreboards all over an NFL stadium. Go to yeah. go. I mean. You go to AT&T, it's not that big giant board up in front of you. There's ribbons all around the stadium that have the First thing you do is everywhere. find them. First thing you do, the qu- yeah, they're everywhere. First thing the quarterback does in a new stadium is find the play clock in the first thing. Or, as you pointed out, just on your headset say, hey, how much time we got? Right. And you got to know the time. That's pretty easy. And, and you're not managing the offense or the defense. You've got coordinators for that. Well, you're thinking about it, though. You no, I get that. That's what the head coach does. He thinks about everything. I mean, I, I get that. He's He is the manager of all of those departments. Offense, defense, special teams. Clock management. He, he's, he's, that's his gig on Sunday. So have somebody to help you if you can't seem to find a clock and remember how many timeouts you have. And all it is is somebody turned the mic. Hey, Mike, here's what we got. And and, and so, and then they well the the cameraman got in the way of uh, our offensive coordinator. 
Tell him to move, or you move. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or or somebody can tell it in his ear what what we got going on, or get kill him more stepladder. If you yeah, need to. I mean, whatever. Some of that stuff is hogwash, but I'm not ready to. Let's see how it goes. Through. I mean, and here's the thing, and and I look, I didn't pay enough attention to Mike McCarthy in Green Bay to know, but did he? It, what, is this a trend? Did he have clock management issues in in, in Green Bay? Yeah, he did. He did have some. He did have some uh, some fumbles in that area in Green Bay as well. So this is, you know, I, I don't know that I'd call it a trend, but it ha- it has happened before. Well, then you're going to have to figure it out and, and and do something about it. So I mean, that's all I can tell you. All right, it is eight thirty four. We're going to step aside right here. When we come back, R.J. Achoa from Blog of the Boys. We're going to get into this with him. Blog of the Boys, R.J. Achoa, coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Following an open date, the Bears are back in Big 12 play Saturday, October 30th, hosting the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium. First and goal at the 8, snap back to Bohannon, he's going to keep it, run it left, he's in, touchdown Gary Bohannon, touchdown Baylor Bears. It's the Bears and the Longhorns, Saturday, October 30th, and you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. The Premier Gun Range Experience is coming to Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and an event venue. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Special membership rates are available now. Visit republicgunclub.com for more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Tina and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. You have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something? Then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday 6 to 8 and Saturday 8 to 5. The Dodgers are still alive in the National League Championship Series after an 11-2 win over the Braves. That series now moves to Atlanta for Game 6 Saturday afternoon. The Astros try to wrap up a spot in the World Series tonight at home against Boston. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. Case Keenum filled in for the injured Baker Mayfield and led Cleveland to a 17-14 win over Denver. In college football, former Midway great Tanner Mordecai led number 21 SMU to a 55-26 win over Tulane. The Mustangs now 7-0 on the season. The Mavericks lost their season opener 113-87 at Atlanta. Tonight, the Rockets host Oklahoma City and the Spurs are on the road at Denver. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Cowboys with an open date back in action next Sunday night. We're joined now by RJ Achoa from Blogging the Boys and ESPN Radio San Antonio. Hey, RJ, are you like me? Do you hate this open date? I know that it's part of the deal, but, I mean, I just can't stand having an open date. Let's go play. You know, I got to be honest with you. I love it. I uh, quite enjoy the week off. Uh, <laughs> I like to sit back, relax, uh, hang out with Scott Hansen on the Red Zone channel. Uh, and in seasons like this one, watch the rest of the division flounder and feel incompetent while we can rest easy while, you know, everything's nice and good. Uh, I mean, we you go into the open date with a three-game lead in the division. That's crazy this early. You know, the Cowboys at this particular moment, at this juncture, have as many wins on their own as the rest of the NFC East does combined. Um, and, you know, I think that that might hold true again through Sunday, which uh, will make for great content, which is really only what I care about at the very end of the day. <laughs> All right, RJ, a couple of things that uh, that Ward and I were, uh, were discussing in our last segment about the Cowboys. I'm going to start with the latter first. Uh, Cam Newton, there was, there was a, a thought of – Hey, sign Cam Newton. He elevates your backup quarterback position. And then it also allows you to put in a, a true wildcat package. What do you, what do you think? You know, um, I, I'm, I'm certainly very interested to see if Cam's approach to vaccination impacts his ability to get a job in the NFL. And I think that that's kind of opened the door for this conversation to be had in, in several different instances. Um, and I'm in no universe am I about to sit here and, and defend Cooper Rush and, and his competency as the Cowboys quarterback or as an NFL quarterback as a whole. Um, you know, Cam, it's been a while since, since I think anyone's been impressed by Cam. Obviously, he had, had a couple of moments last year with New England. But at this point, I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth – I don't think it's rocking the boat. It doesn't feel that dramatic to me. But at, at the end of the day, if Dak Prescott goes down – you know, Cam Newton, Cooper Rush, Andy Dalton, obviously, you know, you're, you're SOL to a, a certain degree. And while I, I like the creativity behind the idea of Wildcat packages, if, if Cam Newton's on the field, you know, hyping the ball, that means Dak Prescott's not. And I, I want that ball in Dak Prescott's hand every single play. How much better did this offensive line get in the bye week with Lyle Collins being able to come back? I know that you guys aren't fond of Texas Tech football, and neither am I as a fighting Texas Aggie. They are um, the, the worst school in the state, if, if we're being completely honest. But, but they did produce Terrence Steele, uh, who has been amazing for the Cowboys. And he's been so amazing that, that a lot of people have fallen into this um, 
I don't, I don't want to say false, you know, belief, but a lot of people legitimately asking whether or not he should start over Lyle Collins. And, and I get it, but Lyle is still far and away a, a better right tackle. And to your point, that, that significantly elevates the floor of the offensive line. But I, I do think that overall the Cowboys group is in a much better position, much better standing than they were when they entered week one, because I don't think anyone had any confidence that there was a, a true or, or total or, or absolute swing tackle on this team. It, it was it was Ty and Secchi, I think, kind of by default. Um, obviously, he, he was dealing with heat exhaustion when the Cowboys had to find someone to play for Lyle Collins. But so I think the Cowboys have proven to themselves and, and maybe to the world that, you know, Terrence Steele is a legitimate option, and my dog obviously agrees. Um, <laughs> but uh, – I think their floor has been raised. If, if you believe that it was an, a seven and a half entering the season, it's clearly about a nine right now, partly based off of what Terrence still has done to give you room for depth. Here, here was my thought, and I have – look, I know Collins is, is, is the guy and he's the better right tackle. But is he the better right tackle next Sunday night, having sat for five or six weeks while still has played for five or six weeks? I mean, does he need to work his way back in, I guess was my only question. It's definitely fair. I mean, there's, there's, it's not an absurd question. I think, um, you know, it's, you know, you can talk about chemistry and you can talk about, you know, Lyle's disappointed the team, obviously was suspended. And there are people who have felt a, a number of ways about that in, over the last month and change. And so mm-hmm. um, th- those are all fair questions. But I, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, the Cowboys spent, you know, I don't know, six months, you know, believing that Lyle Collins was the guy. And so I think you have to, to trust yourself when, when you're at a place to make this decision with an objective mindset. I do, however, believe that Terrence Steele's play has, has given you, you know, something really interesting to think about and an interesting set of conversations to have over the offseason when it comes to who's your right tackle of the future. How surprisingly well has Dan Quinn been throughout this season of dialing up matchups for this defense? I mean, it's, it's really amazing how a lot of people, um, you know, hold certain coaches to certain reputations and are willing to forgive others, right? Um, you know, th- this week I've been on this kind of, you know, defense of Mike McCarthy. Uh, not, not defense, but just seeking credit for him. And a lot of people have said, you know, he's, he's going to be who he always has been. He's the same guy. You, you don't ever change, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, his defensive coordinator is the guy who – you know, blew the 28-3 game, right? Like, you know, and, and the same people, you know, believe that Dan Quinn has changed. And I think they've both changed. And I think that Dan Quinn, you know, people love to say that some coaches make better coordinators than coaches. And I think that that's certainly true. But I think that we're also seeing the effects of the time off that he had. He didn't take a year off like Mike McCarthy did, but he was fired very early in the season last year by the Falcons. And so, I think that Dan, you know, I think that we, we all experience things like that in, in our own walks of life. I think Dan and Mike were humbled, uh, we realized that what they were doing wasn't working, what wasn't the answer, and, and you know, partly went back to, to their roots, partly went back to the basics, but also got creative. And I think that we've seen that from Dan Quinn in his ability to win with whoever's on their roster. I mean, you know, we, we just talked about them being down Lyle Collins. They are down, and I know nobody, there are, or rather there are people who don't believe in DeMarcus Lawrence, they are down their best defensive player on their team, and that is an incredible accomplishment. The only, you know, come-down-to-earth juice I would have everyone drink is, you know, at the beginning of the season, not that I'm Nostradamus, but 
it, it, it looked like on paper this defense would have success based on the quarterbacks that they would be playing. And so I, I just don't want anyone to, to believe this is the 85 Bears. They're, they're playing well, but there is some help in that they're playing some inferior competition. They should have this kind of success against these players. Conversations on national radio this week, and we were just talking about this subject as well when it comes to Coach McCarthy. So if you're in the if you're on the defense table uh, in the courtroom for McCarthy, here we go. Uh, clock management is this something that just happened, and we know it happened, or is this a trend coming back from uh, from Green Bay? So I, I want to be clear that while I do sit on the side of the defense table, that I, I'm not vouching for everything that, that my client's ever done in their life. You know, <laughs> uh, that's uh, we're, we're talking about the case at hand. And that's what this, you know, and, and you guys know, that's what the conversation ultimately turns into. Like, you're a McCarthy lover. You believe he's the best coach of all time. No, I mean, I think he's the answer. I think he's the guy. But that doesn't mean I think he's infallible. And to that point, I don't agree with everything he's done. I, I love the aggression he's brought to this team. I love how he understands the strength of this team, and he leans into it, and he allows that strength to flourish. And some people say that, you know, that's easy, that's low-hanging fruit, but, but there are a lot of head coaches in the NFL who don't do that, a, a lot of head coaches who have too big egos to, to get out of their own way. And I think that that's part of what Mike McCarthy has experienced, and I, I appreciate that from him. But the clock management is certainly – um, you know, not great, right? There are times, and I, I would offer two not great rebuttals, but strong enough ones that I think could could win the case in that, first of all, you know, people love to say, uh, at least have loved to say over the last month, well, it's, at some point, this is going to cost the Cowboys a game. And I'm not at all trying to be a results-oriented person here, but it hasn't yet. You know, I mean, he's, he's as far as results go, he has been on the, the right side of every argument. And the other thing I would offer is, is everybody has, has issues with when he goes for it and how he approaches things. Everybody hated the way he handled the end of the Chargers win, myself included. But Brandon Staley, who everybody's throwing bouquets of roses at for Coach of the Year, even though they just lost last week to Chargers, he didn't call a single timeout in, in that final drive to preserve time for Justin Herbert, who we all acknowledge is one of the better young quarterbacks in the NFL. And similarly, last week against the New England Patriots, not only did Bill Belichick completely waste 90 seconds of game clock on purpose to go into the locker room for halftime, but he punted on fourth and three right near midfield in overtime and gave the ball back to one of the league's best quarterbacks right now. I mean, it, it, Mike McCarthy has flaws. Every coach has flaws. And I think that's maybe my point is that he's, he's similar to coaches in that respect, but he is better than them in other respects. So I think from a composite standpoint, he's the kind of guy you want. Would the Dallas Cowboys be the Dallas Cowboys without some off-field antics, even in a bye week? It's unfortunate, uh, you know that uh, that it's you can almost set your watch by it. Um, this is the time of year, you know, like my wife started to incorporate butternut squash into our meals just because you know it's, it's fall. Um, you know, the, the the clocks will be turning back. Like you know, there, there are certain rhymes and rhythms that you experience in this time of year, and unfortunately. A Cowboys off-field story is, is generally one of them. Um, you know, it's it's you know, and it's not something to, to joke about. What what Demonte did is, is a very serious thing, and not something that I think anyone endorses. But um, you, you just got to hope and, and believe that, that the Cowboys brass and Cowboys leadership understand that and, and talk to him and you know have a better plan so that these things don't happen. I, I know it, it does feel cliche, but these types of things generally have slowed down. I think in in 
if you look at the total sum over the last year or two, uh, it, it certainly isn't the days uh, of the, the, you know, the height of the Cowboys organization when it comes to off the field antics, but uh, not an ideal situation by any means. RJ, what do you got working uh, on uh, blogging the boys this week? You know, uh, yesterday actually we dropped a video on our YouTube channel because we're all, uh, you know, we're all eating the cheese, we're all drinking the Kool-Aid, we're all feeling the hubris. And so we decided to, to look at when are the Cowboys going to win the NFC East? At what point? It's no longer an if, it, it is a win. It is a decision uh, sort of thing. And we wanted to look at, you know, odds of, of, of what specific week it happens, you know, based on uh, win probabilities and things like that for every team in the NFC East. So I'll tell you both, since it's just the three of us talking right here, that it is week 14 uh, that the Cowboys look to be able to lock up the NFC East, which is insane that they will have the division in hand with a month to go uh, and different playoff seeding to play for. But, uh, you know, get your Christmas list ready because you're going to want one of those division caps and T-shirts for yourself. Are, are you one of those guys that got the Cowboys as the best team in the NFC I do not. I have them. I do power rankings every week uh, on our site, and I have them third. I, I, I'm still not a big believer in the Arizona Cardinals, but 6-0 is 6-0, so they, they're my number one team. Um, and then I do have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ahead of them, just slightly. Um, I, I mean, you can make an argument that the Baltimore Ravens should be ahead of the Cowboys right now, but I think at the very worst, they're the fourth best team in the NFL at the moment, third best in the NFC. Wow. All right. Uh, always a pleasure. We appreciate the time. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Good we'll see you. Let's watch the diet. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And No. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to quit talking about Cam being the backup because that that's we're 0 for 2. Uh, so there you go. So no Cam Newton to Dallas is uh, the Wildcat quarterback and the backup. Uh, we are brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84, where you can check out the new 2021 Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever with beautiful curves and design. The Grand Cherokee carries itself with rugged elegance, with elegant interior, luxurious fabrics, and premium finishes. You can drive this incredible SUV. Yes, you can. Come see it at Alan Samuels in Waco. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. Join Darren Burrow, Johnny Tusa, and me, Tom Barfield, as we bring you all the exciting play-by-play action this Friday night. The Lions travel to Mansfield to take on Lake Ridge. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Join us for Waco and Lake Ridge. It's this Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. The Dodgers are still alive in the National League Championship Series after an 11 2 win over the Braves. That series now moves to Atlanta for game six Saturday afternoon. The Astros try to wrap up a spot in the World Series tonight at home against Boston. First pitch just after 7 o'clock. Case Keenum filled in for the injured Baker Mayfield and led Cleveland to a 17-14 win over Denver. In college football, former Midway great Tanner Mordecai led number 21 SMU to a 55-26 win over Tulane. The Mustangs now 7-0 on the season. The Mavericks lost their season opener 113-87 at Atlanta. Tonight, the Rockets host Oklahoma City and the Spurs are on the road at Denver. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. As we put the finishing touches on this one, don't forget high school football coming up tonight. We've got uh, University and Alito. That'll be coming up at 6.30 tonight on Star 104.9. 7 o'clock tonight on Fox Sports Central Texas. You got the Temple Wildcats. And then at uh, 7 o'clock tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas, you have got the Waco Lions. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show. Presented by our good friends over at Southwest Sports Medicine, Mike Sims and his crew. And that'll be coming up tonight with Lark and Aaron immediately following our high school football coverage. So, hey, look, it's high school football Friday. Ward, have fun tonight. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your flight to beautiful, beautiful, beautiful West Texas. <laughs> Heading to Alpine. You're, you're excited. Yeah, I, can I tell. am. I am excited. So that'll be uh, that'll be tomorrow afternoon. By the way, eleven uh, thirty pregame, right? right? Twelve noon kick. Exactly right. Got a got a lunchtime kick for uh for uh Sol Ross and the uh, UMHB Crusaders tomorrow on Fox Sports Central Texas. All right, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Thanks for texting. We'll see you Monday at at uh, seven a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team's name.